Welcome to the Scum Bar Podcast, episode 44, where we talk movies, video games, pop culture, books, whose lines it anyways, and everything in between. I'm your host, Matt Brush, and with me today, a special guest. His name is... Anthos. 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 Hi, Matt Brush. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I was going to mention, I... I didn't say anything last time because I think maybe um, what was going on through my head when we recorded last? Oh, because I wasn't feeling very very well, so my head was kind of all over the place. But then I realized later on um, that I think during the intro you did say you did start with a Vlad yes. thing, but this time you didn't. This time I didn't. Uh, I, I was hoping you wouldn't catch that, uh, but you did. I ran out of Vlad names. <laughs> there's, there's only so many <laughs> Vlad names. If you played uh, League of Legends, you could have said Vladimir. Oh. I mean, you could still say it, even though if you don't play the game. But didn't I say one? Oh, Vladimir Putin. You, yeah, said, yeah, but... exactly. <laughs> yeah, but this is this yeah, is a Vladimir. Vladimir. This is like, like one name, one name, kind of like Madonna champion, for Vladimir. No last name that I know of. Anyway, <laughs> just just wanted you to know that I caught it. That's all. Okay. Well, we switched. Yeah. We're switching now. We're we're gonna we're gonna find a new theme eventually. Uh. So. W's? But that's all I got. Anthos, would you like to hear a joke? <laughs> ah, usually. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, I had one, and now I lost it. Oh, wait, wait, I've got it. What is a pirate's least favorite letter? And I promise you, you won't get this one. What's a pirate's least favorite letter? Uh, a l- oh, 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 a copyright letter. How did you get it? Yes. No. The punchline is, dear sir or madame, your IP address has been flagged for illegally downloading movies. Sincerely, the internet provider. Oh, wow. Nice. Good job. Wow. I can't believe I got oh. that. I, I 100% thought there was no way you were going to get that. Oh, my gosh. That just, was very good. I figured that it couldn't have been something to do with the actual alphabet. Like, it must have been something oh. like outside of that. I'm like, okay, what? What is a what does a pirate have to do with, like, outside of the alphabet? And I'm like... Okay, well, a letter. I can get some sort of letter in the mail. Who would get a letter <laughs> if you're a pirate? What's a modern pirate? Oh, somebody who... Yeah, so I... Well, I, put, I, I am put incredibly proud together. of this moment. I'm, I'm crying tears of joy. This is a, this is a proud moment for me. You've done very well. I, I, I think we just got to end it right there. Thanks for watching, folks. I think we should. Great. We should, yeah, we should just have one episode where it's just a pirate joke, and then that's it. Three-minute long podcast. I'm sure a lot of people would appreciate that. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah. After after all of our really long episodes. Just <laughs> We're just rambling time. about Star Wars and probably Harry Potter. Yeah, uh, most likely. Yeah. Anyway. Where I pretend not to be a man-child, and then I prove myself wrong within, like, four minutes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's move on then. Let's go on to what's new with you. That's not the topic name, but that's what I'm going to call it right now. What's new with you? Um, okay, well, I'm getting... Wait, so we're... This is actually like... A, this is a segment. Like, we're not doing ye old news separately. We're going to... No, this is this I mean, is separate. Are. This is what's new with you. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, it says in my notes, what's new with you? I don't have your notes. Um, okay, so we just came back from Whistler. We went to the Scandinav Spa, and I don't know. I can't, have you been in Scandinav Spa before? A Scandinav Spa? Scandinav Spa. <laughs> Scandinav Spa. Yeah, no, so that's it, interesting. You said that. It's but a no. spa in Whistler that is, um, I guess it kind of replicates Scandinavian, like a Scandinavian spas, but they have uh, like Nordic 
Nordic bath waters. Okay, what you do is like they have these baths out, um, uh, out in the back where there's a mixture of hot baths, cold baths, and then like kind of relaxation rooms. So the point of it is um, it's supposed to uh, like it gives you health benefits for your uh, like overall your circulation. Um, so okay. you go into you do 15 minutes of hot bath and you're either in like a hot tub or like a sauna or a steam room and that is supposed to open up your pores and get the toxins out and right. then um, after that you do 5 to 20 seconds of a cold Nordic bath so you either jump in like Ooh. like really cold water or uh, they have some of them have like waterfalls so you can stand under that for 5 to 20 seconds and I think what that does is it um, I guess it just it seals all of your pores in some way after all the toxins had been released and um i also know i remember from kinesiology that when you're when you're exposed to more cold waters um and your 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 blood vessels restrict um it causes your heart to have to pump faster to get blood to your uh, extremities more so it actually trains your heart to pump blood uh like to be stronger so Hmm. um yeah if you've ever gone to uh gone for massage or or, or somebody told you like there are health benefits from like, um, like taking a shower and doing like 30 seconds of like cold water and kind of going back to warm after, then that would be the reason why it's like for training your circulation. Right. Um, anyway, so after you do that, the five to 20 seconds of the cold bath, then you do 15 minutes of, uh, in like a relaxation room. And so it's just like a, a warmed room where you can just like sit, relax and you just wait people. You're not allowed to bring your phones into these baths. Oh, good. You're not supposed to be talking aloud. It's supposed to be silent, so it's like quiet time. And oh, I guess, that's nice. Yeah, it, it is really nice. It's, um, I don't know of many places around Vancouver that that do that, but Scandinav Spa is one of the most popular. Um, and yeah, that's located by Whistler. So we, um, and fortunately, they are one of the few spas that also have RMTs available. But you have to book those like months in advance. Like they get booked oh, okay. up really quickly. So, anyway, yeah, I recommend doing that. Um, it's a it's a really good way to spend like half a day or the whole day if you want to just keep cycling through the hot, cold, and relaxation room. Because like hmm. we we ended up doing that for uh, a couple hours, I think. But I'm sure people stay for even longer. Like one cycle of doing the hot, cold, and a relaxation room is already half an hour. Oh yeah. Um, well, give or take, and then you know you you have to walk from um, bath to bath or whatever. But yeah, so I would say next time you get a chance to, um, with your health benefits, <laughs> go 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 for an RMT, and then by booking the RMT, you automatically get access to the baths after. Wow. Yeah, that sounds pretty good actually. Yeah, it's nice. You know, it's just just a ferry ride away for me, so not bad at all. But. Uh... Um, my work, I work in IT, so I don't actually get any kind of pains or aches or anything all that much. I've been pretty fortunate, actually. My body's pretty good. I haven't really broken anything. I don't really get any stresses anywhere, so I'm, I'm pretty limber. Um, uh, but it, I do work IT, so my neck every now and then might hurt a little bit. Nothing really that bad, but I would get a massage maybe twice a year with work just to kind of fix if there's anything wrong with my neck. I honestly don't really feel much, but just in case there is. Uh, then... Then, over the weekend, um, my fiancé and I had to get rid of uh, all the dirt and compost stuff from the backyard that we were trying to, like, get rid of because we were doing a whole landscaping thing back there. And in doing so, we got rid of 1.2 tons of dirt and and garden waste and took it off to the dump, and uh, it was awesome. I was so stoked to get rid of it, but we had to do a lot of heavy lifting. Um, She really hurt herself, so she had to stop. Uh, She can't do too much heavy lifting, so she had to stop after a little bit, and then her dad and I had to finish everything. And then after that, I took all the... We have a bunch of concrete bags... 
And I think when we like when I first moved and we were starting up the podcast again, I was talking about moving concrete bags, but I had to move them again just this weekend. And just that combination with the dirt and everything and my back, I just suddenly felt my back. And I was like, oh no, this Uh-oh. is what everyone talks about when they're feeling their back. And I was like, this uh, sucks. Shoot. So for the first time since I've been back on the island, I had my first massage today, just before this podcast, actually. Nice. And uh, I went and it rocked. It rocked my <laughs> socks off. So if anybody so you out kept there... kept your socks on before you did it? I did. Yes. Okay. And it rocked it off. <laughs> and then nice. it rocked them okay. right off. Right off. Uh, okay. <laughs> so anybody out there who has not had a massage recently or ever, and you're thinking, I should probably get a massage, or maybe you're not thinking about it, get it, because it's awesome. And it makes you feel so much better. And uh, I don't know. It's a good idea. And I feel great. So pro massages. <laughs> and your work covers it, right? Yes. Okay. My work covers up to a million dollars with massages. <laughs> it's kind per, of ridiculous. Per person? <laughs> Uh, yeah, per person. You have a total uh, capita, per capita, of a million dollars. So go ahead and have fun is what it says. <laughs> and so the, okay, so each so each session is covered 100% then? Uh, no, no. Oh, I pay okay. $1 every session I go to. <laughs> oh, actually? <laughs> yeah, it covers all the way up for an hour-long massage at this place. It covers enough of that to do uh, that it costs one dollar for the for the massage what okay <laughs> yeah but then my work it's like the total like in total of massages that you get is up to a million dollars so it's it's wow. a weird it's a weird policy but whatever i don't that, mind so i'll take that, it that seems yeah. still pretty good though if you only have to pay a dollar out of your own pocket that's, that's it yeah and really i can take nothing. i can take these massages as much as i want and it's a dollar each one so yeah i'll Great. keep that going <laughs> cool okay i'm gonna so try to do once a month but yeah you go ahead you should do way more than once a month. Yeah, well, once a month is pretty good for me. Twice a year to once a month is a good step, I think. But Okay, all right. Well, you should at least do a follow-up, just saying. Yeah. You might as well use it up. I have another um, one next Tuesday. Hey! Nice. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the temperatures of the cold baths range from 12.5 to 15 degrees. So Celsius. Celsius. we got to let these people know. These, these people are from California, aren't those? They have no idea Celsius. what you're talking about. Yes. They're Fahrenheiters. Celsius. They believe in Fahrenheit. So 12.5 to, oopsie, Celsius to C to F. So that is approximately (laughs) 54.5 Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit? 9-11. Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. The old news where we talk about things that are interesting and cool. Perfect. Well, I guess I already started, so why don't you go? Anthos, I'm gonna go. You know, go. I'm I'm gonna just go ahead and start telling you news. Uh, I don't know. I don't know my news. I okay. don't think I have news. I have news, but I don't remember what the news is. So you go ahead. I got a few. One of them. One of them is is gonna be your news because, well, I mean, it's our news. Anyways, <laughs> we're having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so I saw recently that William Sonoma, so they're uh, they're kind of like a higher end, um, like home decor store company or whatever. Okay. Um, and they recently collaborated, I guess, with Star Wars and Instant Pot. So they're doing they're they're selling Star Wars Instant Pots. So like BB-8 Instant Pots. So yeah, you like they're the same shape. Um, same functions and everything and they still come right. in there whatever like um, respectable sizes but they have designs that embody Darth Vader Chewbacca BB-8 R2-D2 and maybe like a Stormtrooper or something like that I really want the R2-D2 one it just looks so cool um, but <laughs> R2-D2 uh, would be kind of cool for an instant pot R2-D2 would be great for like anything like a trash can uh, 
a, a computer tower. Yeah, that's a, true. A, yeah. A car. I don't know. Like, yeah, like a shopping cart. Anyway, so, um, I I tried to look it up, but I think it's only available in the states right now, unfortunately. But if it does become available in Canada, I'm very likely to get it, or I would really, really want to. I'd have to oh run it by my wife. Do you need an instant pot? Say no. I don't need an instant pot because we have one. <laughs> but if we were to get this say. one, I would try to sell ours. Because oh uh, that would be so cool to have that. Anyway, that's that's that news. Okay. Uh, did you look it up? I uh, no, I didn't look it up. Okay. I, I can picture an R2D2 instant pot in my head, and that's probably what it looks like. That's good enough okay. for me. <laughs> Perfect. Um, in other news, so Samsung is joining the foldable phones game. Oh, this dumb. This dumb. <laughs> this dumb. I don't know. Uh, I'm coming from a guy who still has the Samsung Seven, and. Uh, I'm very happy with it, and I really don't want to move to any other phone. I just want to stay with this phone forever. Unfortunately, I got a crack on it, and I never—it's getting a little bit bigger, and I don't want to—I don't want to change. I'm getting scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, in all fairness, uh, like it's probably more worth it for you to keep your phone as long as you can, as long as it works, right? Yeah, I mean, I bought it outright, and then my plan is really cheap. So once yeah. this one breaks, I'll have to buy another phone outright to stay on the plan. Uh, yeah. So it's—I don't want it to break. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, that, I'm doing the similar thing. Like, I bought my my past two phones, the OnePlus 5T and OnePlus 7, outright, and I'm happy with. I'm really happy with my phones, actually. So, didn't you bought your phone not that long ago, right? Six months ago, nine months ago. Oh, less than that. Um, the OnePlus 7 I got in uh, August, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, either August or September, but I'm really happy with how it works. Um, I know it was already like a model late, like the 7 Pro had already been released. And uh, and I think there was already like a big jump in terms of the functionality, um, like the front facing camera and stuff like that. But um, I think just one of the biggest things that I really like about my about my phone is no bloatware. It comes like fairly, fairly clean and empty and like just as customizable as any other Android phone. So oh, uh, it, wor- it nice. works great right off the bat. I don't have to worry about syncing a whole bunch of like Sam- Samsung apps and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff, which is nice. So. Um, but anyway, so Samsung One, I think, is what they're tentatively gonna call this phone. So, oh, I don't know if you've seen any images of the of the foldable phones that are coming out. Actually, no, yeah, you know what? Some uh, the uh, I think there are already some that exist in Asia, like maybe by Xiaomi and Huawei. I think they already have the foldable. I phones. saw the Huawei one. Yeah, yeah. When I saw that, yeah, it's yeah, I don't, it's weird. It's weird. It, it is. You know, weird. maybe maybe it's nice. Maybe people like it. I like flip phones, you know, and this is kind of like a flip phone, I guess. Uh, but I, it's weird. Yeah, it is. Um, and I think Motorola Razor is coming back. Like they've got their their new smart flip phone. I guess that hmm. is that they coming out soon, or it's already out. Um, so I guess maybe we're just gonna see a wave of a bunch of flip phones and see how that goes. I missed the feeling of putting your thumb in like the little thing and just flipping it and up. Flipping, you know? Oh, it felt so good, right? And also texting was the uh, text nine. What was that thing called? Oh, T nine. T9, thank you. T9. Yeah. yeah, I missed that. I was really quick with T9. I'm oh, not as quick with the so things. I was so quick with T9. I was yeah, quicker I with T9 it. than I am with, uh, with smartphone cording, yeah. even even yeah. after like a decade of using... Yeah, right? So I know. Yeah, no, I love T9. You know what's funny is I'm pretty sure we can just do T9. <laughs> well, we can, but it's different from like the T9 back then when they when they were on like Sony Ericsson or Nokia phones where you actually have a, a button to push down. Sure, with spring, physical buttons, yeah. Like the, the tactical yeah. buttons, right? Like that Then again, good. actually, if I had a QWERTY keyboard with physical buttons, no, it's just too much. It's just too too small well okay what i liked about the t9 phones is what i could like i didn't have to look at my phone ever and i knew exactly what i was typing my, yeah my thumb, that's true my thumb yeah. could just navigate through like the nine di- 
yeah the nine different digits or eight yeah. different digits actually um i think pretty sure it's eight right mm, i think it had to utilize all of them right no because uh, i think abcd started on a uh, on two did it no i, I don't know did it? <laughs> I think ABC is on two. I don't D, remember. F, I honestly G, don't remember. Three. Anyway, news. Uh, there's gotta be more news out there. That's that. uh, there's, okay. there's yeah, other news. Yes, we, have, we talked about it. We talked about it. It, it oh rhymed, right, yes. It rhymes with Cheska Myler Duck. Cheska Byler Crunk. Almost. <laughs> I'll try again. <laughs> Wesla. <laughs> Niber luck. Cyber truck. <laughs> yes, that's the one. <laughs> um yes. Yeah, cyber truck. That was kind of funny. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah, watch the video. I probably had the same reaction as everybody else. Yeah. What the hell is this thing? Yeah. It looks funny. It looks like a low poly polygon video game. Um and the breaking of the windows was kind of funny but yeah. then i probably also had the same reaction as everybody where within 20 minutes i'm like yeah but how good is it i wonder if it's good you know like <laughs> after not that long i'm just like hmm but is it good though hmm but do i watch it though yeah <laughs> like, exactly it didn't take long before i was suddenly like i want a truck and yeah. I, I actually am in the moment where i'm like i i bought an suv when i first got to the island and i'm like ooh, an suv is not a car and it's not a truck it's just kind of waffling in the middle there you know it's, it's not as not as fuel efficient as a car and it's not a truck so <laughs> it's just kind of like the worst of both worlds so in my mind i'm like i need a pickup truck i need to get like a ford f-150 um but then looking at teslas i was like ah that would be fun it would be fun right i like, don't i'd ever get it but it'd be fun it, uh, i don't know if you ever played this game I, i'm pretty sure i mentioned it but there was this old macintosh game that i played in computer class in elementary school back in 90 computer class uh, man you have dated or... yourself so much this podcast i know anyway that's computer fine. class oh i'm, I'm a bit older munchers, than people Oregon trail i'm older than people that are younger than me that that's a thing so Anyway, Whoa. the game that I cool. mind is gravy. The game that I referred to <laughs> was called uh, Spectre or Spectre Tanks, where Ooh, you tanks. you would play this like red, uh, Tank. pretty much like a rectangle, and you would go around <laughs> shooting different uh, different. Well, yeah, the tanks were all different like vector shapes. So one was like there was like this yellow triangle, and that was a tank, and there were these other like green. Uh, what were they like squares, circles, domes? What I don't know, it but... had squares. <laughs> anyway yeah the cyber truck reminded me of that and uh, i didn't actually watch the video but the thumbnail that i saw had the two cracks in the windows yeah and i i figured like actually my, my thoughts were oh i wonder if they're trying to show that the windows are just like they can crack but they won't like you can't penetrate them completely mm. um and then I, I realized later like no it was it was actually something that went wrong yeah exactly um, yeah yeah um i know i was trying to figure out i was like what are they trying to say because yeah. it looks like something went wrong. And then I realized, oh, no, something just went wrong. Are you sure your game was not called Spectre 3D? Uh, I'm looking at no. photos of... Oh. oh, no, no. There's an even further one. Looks like they remade the game you're talking about and called it Spectre 3D. But I see Spectre in 1990. Oh, that's... Wait, Spectre 1990 might be the... Okay, it's, maybe I am it, talking it's about It's a red 3D. polygon tank. Uh, and it's got a square and it's got a yellow triangle. Oh, uh, let's see. Spectre 3D update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're in a green... Oh, you're... Peninsula Gameworks oh, is who made Spectre. Right. You shoot the red ones. You're not the red ones. You're you're a green tank. Oh, you so you are talking about Spectre 3D. Uh, sure. 
I'm going to send you an image, and that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, there's two very different games here, but they're both the same game, but one's an updated version of the other one. Spectre 3D is a remake of Spectre, it looks like, made by Peninsula Games in 1990. Okay, oh, yeah. That, that Velocity is... and Peninsula Games. Yeah, then that's the one I'm talking about. In 1990. And that one there is pretty old looking. Did you ever play that Star Wars arcade game where it's all polygons? Um, no, but it was I like. Wanna. Oh, that game was amazing. So good. You played as a, uh, you played as a, um, X-Wing. X-Wing, is that what they're called? Y-Wing, X-Wing. You played as an X-Wing guy, and you're fighting all the TIE fighters. And it was, like, one of the best star pilot games that I played as an old, as as a young kid. Uh, and that, it was all just shapes. It was just polygon shapes, but it was so good. You'd be like, do, 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 and you see them blow up and go, oh, and cool. you would actually have to go and like shoot down all the TIE fighters. It's really, really good. Type 90s. in Star Wars. Uh, I did spaceship. Star Wars Polygon game 90s. Old. I just did Star Wars Spaceship oh, Old. That was the Star worst Wars thing. X Wing Space old. Combat Simulator. Uh, let me find out. Star Wars. X-Wing Space Combat Simulator. The second level was the trench run, and it was awesome. Uh, does yours have, like, a HUD of the top of the X-Wing? Yes. Not that one. Okay. It's much more primitive looking than that. It's really okay. good. It was, like, just polygon shapes. Star Wars 90s game. I don't know if I'm going to find game. this. I think it's Star Wars Arcade uh, Polygon. It was an arcade game. So. Oh, 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 there oh, it is. There it is. I found oh. it. It's got the HUD, but it's like red and blue for Yay! like the shoot the blasters. Yes, oh, that game, so cool. and it was so good. So oh. like anybody at home, check it out. Uh, Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back, classic arcade game. Maybe, maybe that it was the Empire Strikes Back. Um, I thought it was just called Star Wars, made by Atari. Yeah, I see it here. It is just Star Wars made by Atari. It was an arcade game back in the day. And yeah, it was just polygon shapes and you just shot TIE fighters and stuff that's, and got to move around. That's awesome. And this game like created this whole like love of. Uh, space or not space uh like plane shooter games for me um so i love any of those kinds of games where you're like in planes and try to shoot down other planes and do dog fights and everything it's because of this game here that i really liked it so oh, that's it cool. looks really primitive like i'll like i was playing like mario 64 while i was also playing this and this was awesome so that that actually looks really fun i, I like was, that you could see the um the at-ats or at-at or whatever you call them oh yeah, 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 yeah. i forgot that was level yeah there's uh, a few that like it was hard to even tell what was going on because it was just polygons everywhere but it was still really really good okay i'm gonna try to find you my most favorite i think this is the one uh my most favorite <laughs> star wars arcade game ever and i would play it every single time i went to the theaters and i would play it all the way till the end because i played it so much that was like, the one where you have a lightsaber it's 3d and like you kind of went it wasn't yeah. like an ar- arcade duel one. Yeah. Yeah. Tri- it was Star Wars trilogy arcade S- duel. Yes, Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. yeah. That so, was a good one too. Oh man, I love that game. I duel love the fact that Darth you could Vader. like you could fight Darth Vader and yeah. oh man, it's so fun. Yeah, man, that's a good trilogy one. Trilogy arcade. Ah, oh, I want to get that from my home. Oh, oh, I have a feeling. I have a feeling that Matt. Oh Brush no, my tab crashed. Has a microwave that's going on. Tab crashed. Oh, tab crashed. Well, I'm going to keep recording. <laughs> just in case. I love the first reaction is microwave. Something happens. Missed video call. Let's try it again. 
Okay, oh, there we go. Hi. I love how your first reaction is microwave. Well, I just assumed, yeah, because like it completely froze. Like, oh, it must microwave? Be microwave. No, I, I, I unplugged the microwave. It will not, not on repeat, turn on during this. Do you only unplug it for a podcast now? Uh, no, I actually didn't unplug it. But okay. <laughs> no, I that was my fault. I opened up the Star Wars video while we were recording here, and uh, I had too many tabs open. It literally said tab crashed, and then it crashed all my tabs. Oh, I see. <laughs> so my bad. Sorry about that. Well, Sorry, anyway, everyone. You know, it's, it's it's my computer's way of saying that we're going off topic so much that it broke. Uh, that's true, but sorry, this is going to be the last time I okay. keep us off topic. So, you know how I said I wanted the Star Wars trilogy arcade game in my home? Yep. So, I just found a picture of, of it existing in somebody's home, and it looks perfect. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, that's so nice. Don't you remember seeing that at the arcade and you'd be like, like you have uh, to play this. I have to play it. And it's still oh. at the theaters now. I don't know why. Oh my gosh. Like they it's just so didn't nice bother looking. to update. I guess it's that good. It's just that's one of the best game. ones. Star Wars Trilogy so Arcade. Good. You know what? Does this also have a Starfighter in it? I think it does. What do you I mean? I think this also has like a Starfighter where like you get into like the pilot and like you start shooting all the other ships and stuff. I think there's a level in here where you shoot other... Ships. Most likely, there's like a bit of every level. Yeah, um, I think it's. I think this is like the culmination of like a bunch of good Star Wars stuff. Yeah, because you get in the speeders in um from uh from Endor. Yeah. And uh, you do like battle of Hoth. Oh, like you have to wrap right. around the, the ATAT legs and stuff like oh. that. Guys, I am uh, not advocating for people to download Mame and then download the ROM of Star Wars trilogy, <laughs> but if you did, you could have a lot of fun oh, this with game this. Is- Great. And trip down memory lane. Yep. <laughs> no one's suggesting you should. Just saying if you did, you might have a lot of fun. <laughs> Anyways, uh, other news. Uh, we barely talked about Cybertruck, but yes, oh, I yeah. saw Cybertruck. I think it looks good. Um, I would... I, I, I don't know. It, it does look dumb. I'll agree it looks dumb. And at the same time, I think a lot of people are going to buy it and it might be the future of trucks. That being said, my favorite truck is still the F-150. I think it's beautiful. And I would probably buy an F-150 today instead of a Tesla. But, okay, you know what? It's still it's still a pickup truck. You know, I, I props to uh, an electric car company for making a pickup truck and actually making it what looks like it could be a decent pickup truck. I saw the video of it towing the F-150. That was really crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna mention. Well, I'll mention that actually later because that'll be part of my topic. But. Um, hey. Uh, what I saw was, uh, what I saw that intrigued me was there were attachments to add like a canopy and a bunch of oh, yeah. like barbecue attachments oh, saw, or something like that. I saw that. That looked like a weird, uh, that was dumb. I it, thought it, it looked, looked weird. Uh, it does look really weird, but at the same time, like it makes me want to do it. I, I think it's because like can. they can't make up their mind who's buying the truck. And like for mm. me, like I need a pickup truck. I, I, or like at least my fiance and I, we need a pickup truck. We, there's so many things we do around the house where we're trying to, uh, haul a bunch of stuff either to the house or away from the house and a truck is just so handy for it for me you know uh, extra features on a tesla pickup truck i don't i don't need barbecue sets i need like more space or i need something that's going to help me like raise up the canopy or something you know like i need other things like that to help me with the stuff i'm using a truck for not necessarily excuses for buying a truck (laughs) like it's it's weird like yeah the barbecue set is like a hey honey i just bought a new tesla oh which one'd you pick out oh the truck version and she goes why did you buy a truck version we live in a city and he goes it's got a barbecue kit so we can take the kids barbecuing out and camping and then she goes oh you're the best <laughs> like i feel like tesla was like oh man they're never gonna buy this in cities like 
<laughs> but in, in all fairness, that does make sense. Like, you don't have to go buy your own barbecue. You could just take that one out when you want to go camping. You sure can. <laughs> and anyway. I'm going to buy the F-150. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Anyway, that's that. Um, but why don't we actually use that to go into my topic? Because it is it does have to do with, not specifically Tesla, but it has to do with, um, uh, I guess, like who, who it is that we end up trusting for us to make our decisions. I like where this is going, and I say, topic number one! When I, when I talk about trust, uh, it's not just referring to any any one person, but it's also referring to maybe like the manufacturer. So in this case, like talking about Tesla being the manufacturer and then Elon Musk being the the person, the figurehead that that is the forefront of anything Tesla news, right? The Muskiest. Uh, the, mu- <laughs> the Muskiest man of all. Uh, he, does, he, does he have a cologne yet? The like, Muskinator. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Muskin mus- Raider. He's a Muskin Raider. <laughs> I mean, like, it could just be called, like, Musk of Elon or something like that. Like, is it, it really Musk can. one of those words that they usually it put just on be cologne bottles? Elon's Musk. <laughs> Elon's <laughs> Musk. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got Musk on? Yeah, I got oh, Elon's. I love that. Elon's Musk. Okay. <laughs> and it's just like a, like, the, the cologne bottle is like his body. Yeah. And, like, the spray comes out of his mouth. Anyway, they so. They could probably just label, the label could probably just say Elon's with the apostrophe. And everyone would get it. Like, I think everyone would understand. <laughs> I think people would probably, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so anyway, um, what what made me think about this topic was because uh, even though they had the kind of, I guess, the flop for the presentation, they still had... Um, I don't know if it was a flop. They sold like 150,000 units or something, well, exactly. didn't they? That's the thing. They already had 150,000 pre-orders. Yeah. Like, despite. I think um, I saw that their stocks went down a little bit, but I, I'm sure this I think is going to climb right back up. Yeah. Like, watch a phone release. I'm sure Apple stocks have gone down when they've released a... Uh, when the iPad came out, Apple stocks went down. And then look at the iPad now and look at Apple now, right? So... Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like, that kind of leads me to believe that maybe, you know, uh, obviously, like, a big thing of it is loyalty. But is the loyalty to... Is it to the brand? Is it to Elon? Um, like, yeah, could it be to Elon? Could it be to the manufacturer? Or is the um, is it still like uh, a status thing? Like, there's all these factors um, that can go into like why 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 it is that one person would bother to um, to invest in this company or in any company for that matter. So for for Apple, for example, like I feel like that is um, it's I feel like Apple is a really big status thing and. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously because, you know, like their products are, they're definitely on the pricier side compared to other products that you can get that do similar uh, or that have similar functions. Um, Samsung nowadays is kind of comparable. So I guess like in that boat, it's like the Android Apple kind of war. Um, but um, who else is there? I mean, even even thinking about Apple versus Windows, for example, like there's Bill Gates versus Steve Jobs kind of thing. So, um, but then behind it is also like the power of uh, of Windows itself, and people really, really uh, enjoying what Windows can offer versus um, like Apple's UI and Apple's um, uh, UX, for example. So yeah, um, yeah. I I just nowadays I kind of wonder more so like where, how much, uh, how much are we supposed to be putting trust into just what it whatever it is that they tell us versus like how much we should just judge for ourselves. Because ultimately, we're not going to know how much we enjoy something until we try it ourselves, right? Like, we can um, 
we can deny that um, that electric cars are the cars of the future. Um, but then the moment we try it, we might think like, oh, wow, this is great. And now I'm saving a whole bunch of money on gas and or by not buying gas. And then in the future, maybe this will be um, like they're just going to update this more and more. And it's going to be an even better long term investment. But I didn't know that until I actually got into it. Right. So, um, yeah, those are just some of my thoughts. Does anything um, spark your spark your mustache over there? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> not for much longer. Uh, that mustache spark will be lost after in four more days five more days yeah this yeah. coming sunday um let's see i don't know yeah I've, i find it interesting but i, I you kind of like you've hit the nail on the head already like i don't know there's there's all, there's a lot of reasons for loyalty there's a lot of reasons for staying with a brand some of it's just stubbornness sometimes like i think <laughs> a lot of i think a lot of apple customers today are probably just with apple because they were since steve jobs is around making really innovative ideas and they don't want to admit that the whole quality of the apple products seems to be changing i won't say it's getting worse but it's changed uh it doesn't seem to be as innovative as it used to be um you could probably say that about android like pretty much like any product at this point right as a samsung user i feel that way right now i i've been samsung since s3 so i bought the s3 i bought the s5 and i bought the s7 uh and i i loved all three phones i thought they were great and i was really Mm -hmm. uh, i was a big advocate for samsung then looking at i think it was s10 when i finally saw the i uh, the ios when i finally saw the os for uh, s10 i just i was like whoa what's going on and like it looked really apple-ish it looked really iphone-ish and i was like oh my oh. gosh i i didn't even realize that like the whole brand had shifted and uh when i finally looked into it i was like oh that's kind of sad because i would have i would have been a huge proponent of samsung and like their whole operating system and the way the company works and suddenly i was like oh they're they're just doing things the exact same way apple was i just didn't notice until now kind of thing right so hmm. So it's weird. Uh, so people stay with brands out of stubbornness, or they stay out of they stay with brands because of actual like uh, loving the products and liking it. They stay with brands because they like what the brands do politically, or they stay with brands because they like what they do economically or something, right? Like, yeah, there's there's so many different. Maybe somebody just has stocks in a company. They just on a whim bought stocks in a company, and therefore that company's their guy. You know, so they're gonna uh, buy everything from that company too. So yeah. there's so many different reasons why people will stay with the company, but. From my own experience, I try to evaluate those kinds of decisions. Uh, I used to buy Lush all the time, for example, for my fiance every Christmas. And then oh, really? oh, I cool. realized at one point that I didn't like their advertising. I, their advertising bothered me. And then I realized, I was like, why am I buying their products? Their advertising bother, bothers me, you know? Mm-hmm. So eventually I, I decided to make the change and I just changed and bought a different product. Um, oh, so you weren't actually buying it for her because she wanted it? You, like that was just your well, own she does. thinking? She, she likes it and, and oh, she would want it. So I'd buy it. But then after a while, I was like, well, I don't. I don't necessarily want to give them money. I'm sure I can find a similar product at the same value uh, uh, yeah. from a different company that offers it, right? So yeah. So therefore, I did. Um, and then same with oh, there's something else. Oh wait, what, so what's we, your alternative to Lush though? Uh, the Body Shop. Oh, are they comparable? Because I, well, I, I don't not, know. Lush oh, is kind of like all organics and stuff, right? Definitely not in all aspects. But the Body Shop has a bunch of products there. At least when the one in Metrotown Mall when I was shopping, they had a bunch of products there that were comparable to the ones I was grabbing for her for Christmas. Okay. So I was able to get similar like products from there for her. Um, definitely not in all aspects, though. I used the Body Shop and I used uh, Bath and Body Works, but then now I don't like Bath and Body Works as much. So I was trying to find a different one for Bath because and Body Works. So, yeah. Not because of advertising. That was because of ingredients and. Uh, I'd have to ask uh, my yeah. fiance on that one. She she educated me on something about the ingredients on that one. So she agitated um, you about something. <laughs> educated me. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sure you said educated. But I'm like, yeah, it's, not, it's yeah, she, she ad- agitated. Educated, you. educated. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so I mean, that all changed my mind sometimes based on just knowledge I get on a company. Uh, other times, so with uh, TELUS and Shaw, we explained this on a few podcasts ago, but uh, our internet providers here in Canada, we really only have a choice between TELUS or Shaw. We have two internet providers. Um, one is government controlled and the other one is like a private company. And uh, you can make a choice between each one, you know, um, but regardless, you're probably going to get similar service from either one and nowadays uh, we have more we have like novus and like some other whatever like smaller well, the major i guess that's a yeah i guess that doesn't do all of canada justice in the, in the major cities in canada you have your choice of like smaller company providers if you want to yeah. um like i don't know actually no novus but i'm assuming novus is available for vancouver only uh i i that i couldn't say i don't know for sure like, but uh, it was on vancouver island for example there's no other providers you can it's, get maybe something for like victoria if you wanted but it's only going to cover within victoria or something so oh okay yeah yeah because well, usually what they're doing is they're they're grabbing the uh let's say the uh oh my gosh network lost it. towers the, so, yes i've lost all my terminology they're grabbing the Network. Tether, fiber. Te- They're grabbing the fiber. Oh. Ah. Fiber. Eat your <laughs> They're fiber. getting the fiber. They're stealing the fiber. <laughs> no, um, they're like taking, yes, the network from the other companies and then, then they're buying it from them and selling it to you at a different rate. Usually that's what these companies are doing. They don't have their own towers or their own network. Uh-huh. Their, their grid is based on the other companies. Okay. Um, it's the same with cell that's, phone yeah. uh, providers yeah, 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 that's as well. Right. Yeah, that's right. Because like Virgin Mobile is running off of like the Bell Towers and right. yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Yes, and all that. So anyways, um, but recently uh, I, I've been on Shaw for years now, a, a whole decade even, let's say. And, oh, <laughs> decade is like the word of this podcast. Decade. That's why I used it. Hashtag it's our word of the day. Decade. That's our word of the hashtag day. Word of the day. I'm writing this. I'm writing hashtag notes down so that when and if I tweet the videos or the podcast, you'll know it what <laughs> It'll include these hashtags. So watch uh, out for those. So I switched to Telus because Telus came to my door, physically to my door, knocked on it, and wanted to tell me that they put fiber into the whole neighborhood. Like, like Telus came. It wasn't like a person, but like the Telus. whole company showed up. Every employee, um, a representative the tel- the from Telus, Telus came mascot by. Mascot came, which is like a giant hashtag now, isn't it? I don't know. It, it was always some sort of like different animal, but now Telus. Okay, sidetrack. We don't care. Who cares? <laughs> Doesn't Let's matter. Keep, keep going. Uh, the Telus representative came by and told me all about the new Telus products and uh, the benefits I've been getting from it, and then showed me my speeds from Shaw and the, sh- the speeds you could get at Telus. And at first I was like, oh, it's just a sales pitch, you know, I don't want to listen. But after a while, when he's talking, you know, something in my mind realized, like, when was the last time Shaw came to my door? When was the last time Shaw wanted to tell me about the service that they provide for me and wanted to show me something that they had done for me? So I was like, you know what? I think it's about time. We could also get the same service for a cheaper rate. So we decided Mm -hmm. to change to tell us, and we did. And uh, from then on, it's been fine. Like, I've been happy with our internet, but... um, yeah, it, it's it's funny. It made me think totally differently about Shaw, and all it was was a different company providing their opinion. So mm-hmm. that's another thing that can also change your customer loyalty is just another company asking a straight up normal question like, "When was the last time you evaluated this?" And you go, "I don't know." And then you realize that like that company might not be caring enough, especially something you're paying monthly for that provides your whole house with something. Um, that company might not care enough to then continue telling you why you're with them, right? So that's really interesting. Like, I wonder, because if if you're saying that, wait, that was Telus that did that. That came to my house, yeah. Yeah, all of Telus, right? So um, all of them. So I'm the whole like, company, company. I'm trying to picture if if anybody from like like Windows or or representative of Android or Apple or or somebody from Tesla like 
cold calling or not cold call, I guess going up to individuals and asking them like, oh, well, what do you think of our service? And here's what we're doing new for you. Like, I can't really picture. There's a lot from- of different ways that those companies do like an update on a phone is a way that a company communicates it's, with its yeah, end user exactly yeah an but update that, on a telus product is also a way that it communicates with its end user uh, mm-hmm. an email sent to you about news happening on the like i've got i've got like uh let's say okay we we post we host our podcast on anchor anchor has sent me more updates on what the company is doing than shaw has and i i spend money on shaw and i spend zero dollars <laughs> on anchor so it's yeah. funny it's like well, how can this little podcast hosting site be telling me more about what they're doing for me than mm-hmm. what uh what my internet provider is doing you know so right. interesting stuff like that yeah and that's why you don't want monopolies you want multiple companies doing a bunch of stuff constantly trying to compete with each other you don't mm-hmm. want one youtube you don't want one facebook you want you want uh, compet- competition Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So speaking of competition, that actually makes me competition. <laughs> That's the new word of the day. Competition. Competition. I didn't say competition. No, but I like it. We're just. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of competition, um, <laughs> <laughs> subscribe. Everyone, subscribe, please. <laughs> uh, um, so that just um, it, it makes me excited to see what other kind of competitors that Tesla will have. Because yeah. like they're they're obviously you know making making great strides in terms of um, great uh, strides, I, I guess innovation or well yeah it is innovative like what they're doing right like like no other company has has been able to set up um, like charging stations like all over the place like like yeah. proprietary ones right other than like the third party ones that will will charge for multiple lines of cars but. Um, and now they just unveiled the Cybertruck. So, you know, they're they're definitely, they're making great leaps. They're striding and they're leaping. Um, one small step for man, one great leap for Tesla. One smashed window for Tesla. Um, <laughs> Cybertruck. Um, oh, wait, wait, I wanted to mention. Wait. B- before I forget. Wait. That Elon, Elon's Musk did mention that, um, I think he tweeted afterwards with a video showing that they were throwing the steel ball, the same steel ball at the window prior to the unveiling. And when they threw it at the window, it wasn't breaking. So I, I'm not sure what that says about the window. Maybe it just has like a certain um, like spot. The window, the window has an HP bar, I guess, like at a certain part. Or it's like a baby. It's just got that one spot that you don't want to hit the baby on, you know? It's got that soft spot that'll... Don't ruin yeah, the baby's the, the, life. The cranium hasn't developed yet. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, don't hit the I, baby. It could, could be a number of reasons, but I mean, we saw the video, so it does work. And at the yeah. least, like the ball didn't go completely through the window, which is kind of a good yeah. thing. Um, Not that but, it needs to yeah. be defended, but I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, but you throw a ball in a Ford F-150's window, you're going to get the same thing. Like, it's not like it's really all that different than a regular truck at that moment. Um so what they're saying is they have an electric truck that's the same as an F-150, but it's electric. That's already pretty dang sweet. So I was yeah. happy about that already. I mean, you throw a ball at any window, you know, it's going to do that. So I was like, yeah. okay, shocker. So it was like, <laughs> you know, it, it, I would have been amazed. It's like a magic trick that went wrong, but you're like, I would have been pretty amazed if that happened, but it's okay yeah. that it didn't. Like, I'm not that sad about it. So. Yeah. Well, the rest was pretty cool. Taking the sledgehammer to the side of the door and that didn't do a thing. Yeah, so. exactly. You know, I, I know at least in Alberta, like everyone's got a pickup truck there. And within like weeks, they've already uh, like got a crack in their um, God, windshield is what I'm trying to say. Uh, in their windshield, they've already got like a crack in it because in Alberta, there's always so many rocks that get kicked up yeah. when these guys are around the oil rigs and stuff. So uh, yeah. it's really common. So, I mean, honestly, if the Tesla truck's even like 10% better than the Ford F-150's window, then that's already great for guys that drive trucks. So, 
I can't wait till I visit you in a couple of years and you're driving a cyber truck. And my mustache will just be so much bigger. It'll be coming off my face. You'll have it'll, a cyber like, it'll be like down here. It'll be digital. It'll be cyber stash digital. My mustache will have a mustache. <laughs> it'll just Little be baby hologram. mustaches that you know, it's grown. It'll be a hologram that's projected from your steering wheel. So it just like as you're driving, like your steering wheel will just project whatever kind of like facial mask you want, so that when you're driving, people can't recognize who you are. That's that's a cool idea. Ooh. Hey, Elon's Musk, implement that. <laughs> cyber truck. Um. I gotta Hashtag say, the cab of the Cybertruck, the inside of the Cybertruck, it looked interesting. It didn't look as cozy as an F-150's cab, though. So, mm. y- if I was actually to buy, let's say, a Cybertruck, I might be buying Cybertruck 2, not Cybertruck. I see. The rise of Cybertruck. <laughs> <laughs> Cybertruck's revenge. Yeah. <laughs> uh... The you war know, for Cybertruck. Yeah, you know what? We've predicted everything on this show, so <laughs> yeah. I bet you that's actually what's going to happen. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's cool. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. um, Are you done? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of a gone wild podcast. I don't know what we call those again. It's okay. Our, unhinged? Our, our, yeah, our, our unhinged episodes are way better anyway. I don't know they? why. Maybe it's because <laughs> I have my massage. I'm just feeling unhinged. Really? Um, you should feel completely hinged. <clears throat> I'm looking at the time and us, and oh, yeah. we've we've taken a lot of time up. So I am gonna skip the wheel of scum again. Okay. Um, I know it's Aww. twice in a week. No, I mean twice in a row, fans. And I'm so sorry you're not getting your daily dose, weekly dose of uh, the s- s- wheel of scum. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even talk. Um. So and I'm sorry. So next week we'll make it up to you, and we'll we'll play it twice. <laughs> 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 and, it, and we'll just copy and paste the same segment <laughs> twice. So you get to listen to it twice. Well, yeah, yeah. You don't even have to fast. You don't have to. You don't have to We're rewind it. We're phoning it in next week. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So let's move on to topic number two. The two. And I'm get. Yeah. Exactly. Duh. <laughs> topic. Duh. Uh. And I'm going to take over this one. So don't you dare. All right. So should I? Just, don't you dare. Sir. I'm gonna mute my mic. <laughs> Matt, what do you think about this topic? Oh, I think it's great. Great. Uh, so my topic is what is my topic? Have you ever played D and D Dungeons and Dragons? No, I think beep, I told beep, you beep, this, beep. didn't I? Uh, yeah, you that, did. You did tell me yeah. this. I was just trying to segue back into it. Okay, cool. No, I didn't. Whoa! Wow! You should. No, um, I've actually only played Dungeons and Dragons twice in my life, and. It was part of the same campaign, and we all didn't really know what we were doing, and the Dungeon Master was trying to be nice about it, but we were just kind of... Was the Dungeon Master experienced? I think so. Okay. I think he, I think he had Dungeon Mast before. He, he, he mastered before? Some dungeons. He yeah, had mastered okay. some dungeons before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think so. So anyways, <laughs> there was also like six of us, which I think is a lot for like a campaign. Well, yeah, in Stranger Things, they only had four of them. Yeah, and three of them were playing while one was the Dungeon Master. This was six of us and then a Dungeon Master, so this was a lot. Yeah, you doubled. Uh, Yeah, and uh, so the turns, like, a lot happens in a turn, and we're fighting. Like, we spent, like, five hours in one thing of combat, which I don't think is normal. Like, you normally... Like, I'm pretty sure you normally would do a lot of other stuff, but we were just... We had so many questions. Like, we would all play for the first time, so... At any point, did anybody, like, stand up or stretch or go to the bathroom or get a snack or use their phone in those five hours? Not that I remember, but maybe... Whoa, and then okay. the second time I played, I was webcamming because I had moved to Vancouver at that point. So I was on the webcam like we are now. And uh, I was just kind of like a screen that was there <laughs> while I was playing, which totally pulled me out of the experience. It was not as good at all. So, okay. um, 
Yeah, so that one. So anyways, so why I'm bringing this up is because somebody, I was at a baby shower recently and somebody was talking about like a campaign they were watching and stuff and uh, they were really into playing all, they play weekly, I guess, part of a campaign. They were watching it though? Yeah, and then they were talking about a YouTube show that they watch, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, okay. So my fiance and I were like, oh, that's kind of cool that people like sit and watch D&D, and like, she was yeah. asking me some questions about it, and I was like, I, I know a bit, and I was telling her. But then she's like, is there a YouTube video we can watch to get into D&D? So I'm here to talk about D&D in general, and to people, I've gone through a bit of a journey in the last like week and a half, and changed like some thoughts on the whole game, and uh, it's... Like, it's a really good game. Like, it's really interesting because Dungeons & Dragons, anybody who doesn't understand or know, is, is just, like, it's kind of like a modern-day video game, uh, but without a console or anything, without any kind of screen or anything like that. All you need is friends. So you need one Dungeon Master. Friends! Friends! <laughs> you need one Dungeon Master who's going to kind of uh, be the referee-slash-god of the whole experience and uh, kind of keep everyone in check while they're all trying to simulate this fantasy world that they're going through, Right. So the dungeon master will tell the people they're in a forest or they're uh, they're traveling through like the mystical lands of blah whatever it is, and they will then try to tell the dungeon master what they want to do, and then the dungeon master will roll dice for it to tell them if they successfully did that thing or if they didn't, and okay, uh, yeah. then you just continue on through the game like that, right? And uh, yeah. there's hit points and there's there's leveling up and it, it gets fairly in depth, but you can take it really surface level too, so you, you take it as in depth as you want to. So right. it's a really interesting game that pulls people out of their shell and they can kind of simulate just a fantasy world, which is really fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, since there's no board needed or anything like that, then uh, it's easy to pick up and play with a lot of people. Um, Wait, in Stranger so, Things, when they played, they actually had a board. Like, they were playing the, Dungeons & Dragons, right? And they had pieces. Yes, of course. They were playing Dungeons yeah. & Dragons. And, like, he, the, D, the Dungeon Master had, like, a board that he, like, put up so that he's, like, got all his papers and all the stuff that he had done behind the board thing is all of that uh, is up to you you can you can go like i said as far out as you want to on that or you can just right. have pen and paper and just and just write down some things if you want to uh, or you don't have to write down anything at all i mean when i was playing i barely wrote down anything so um the uh some people go all out they make tables specifically for D D, and they get tiles and they design tiles so that people can see like a bit of a visual of what's going on and all that kind of stuff and Crazy. they make their own maps and dungeons and everything uh, so you can go all out if you want to. Other people take graph paper and kind of draw little dungeons on grid patterns like that if they want yeah. to. Um, so what we didn't really know what to look at on YouTube to kind of give us like a, a good breakdown of it. And we came across what most people know for Dungeons & Dragons. Now keep in mind, I'm still so new to all this kind of stuff. So I'm going to speak about other things without really knowing what they are. But there's a show that's really popular called Critical Role on YouTube. And Critical Role is a bunch of people that get together and they play Dungeons and Dragons and they film the whole thing. They film the whole wow. campaign and they, they live stream it on Twitch and then they put it up on YouTube and it's got really popular. And uh, it's a bunch of voice actors from video games. In fact, Ellie from The oh. Last of Us is is actually in it. I, oh, I was cool. watching. I was like, oh, that's Ellie. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know the other voice actors very well, but I'm sure they're fairly popular in video games. Um, and uh, so they actually have a lot of fun with it. We watched one video, but they're four hours long, so they're, yeah, they're quite long. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if they, if they stream the whole thing and post it all up, then it's going to be a long video. Unless it's long, they were, yeah. Unless they break it up sometimes. They do take breaks. So you can, uh, what we did is we didn't watch the whole four hours in one go. We kind of kept coming back to it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it was actually pretty entertaining. I'm, I'm kind of shocked, but it was pretty entertaining. Like, the voice actors get really into it, and they, like, totally get into these voices and these characters. And, like, you start to, like, not watch the screen anymore. Like, your mind is kind of making up all the stuff. And uh, it's really interesting. Like, you've got this really cool picture of what they're doing and stuff. And it, I found it oddly entertaining, like, way more than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So anybody who's slightly interested in D&D &D, and maybe they're too afraid to, like, find some friends and join a game yet, uh, just watch this Critical Role show. And I, I suggest start with Season 2. That's what we did. 
um because it's a whole new campaign and it was pretty easy to pick up and just like be like oh that's how you play like they they like uh showed you everything right away so it was really cool um mm. but then we found something called harmon quest have you ever heard of harmon quest i've never heard of that whatsoever so harmon quest and this is harking back to an older version of the scumbar podcast remember i talked about dan Harmon? Yeah. And his writing technique. Yeah, I do remember <laughs> so that. Yeah, He created a TV show that I did not know about called Harmon Quest, where he gets a bunch of friends together and they improvise uh, on on like at a table in front of a live studio audience and they do D&D on the screen. So what they do is they just do a whole campaign of D&D for half an hour each episode. And on top of that, he gets the animators from Rick and Morty who to come in and like animate half the campaign for you. So you can watch the campaign while they're doing this whole thing. So it's really, really funny. And uh, that was probably the easiest way for us to get into this whole D and D experience was just watching Harmon quest. So wow. Anybody out there who's curious about Final, uh, Final Fantasy? Anybody who's curious about Dungeons well, and Dragons? if you're curious about Final Fantasy too, you know, feel <laughs> yeah. free to look it up. Good point. <laughs> uh, if you're curious about Dungeons and Dragons, I would actually suggest maybe go to Harmon Quest first because it's even easier to watch than Critical Role. It's like right. one of the funniest things I've seen. Um, so, yeah, so Harmon <laughs> Quest is good, but one one thing that makes this really good is I honestly think this is kind of like a modern day Whose Line Is It Anyways? And oh. to further back that theory, do you remember the guest stars on Whose Lines It Anyways? Like the guys yeah. that would be the guests? Do you remember uh-huh. Jeff Davis? Yes. He's one of the guys on Harmon Quest. Like, oh, he's a regular. He's a regular on Harmon Quest, and he's hilarious. He's amazing. Cool. So it's him and Dan Harmon and this other girl, and uh, the three of them are, are every single episode, it's them. And then they bring on a guest star every single episode to come in and join in their campaign. Wow. So it's really funny because in the middle of their adventure, somebody just kind of jumps in and hops in. And weirdly enough, it actually reminds me of our um, pirate adventure game that we play on the Scumbar podcast uh, in the Wheel of Scum. It's a lot like that, but it's just like these four people kind of improvising on stage. It's very, very funny. And, uh, um, and the way we do it is probably really not funny at all to other people. <laughs> but trust to us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, but Harmon Quest is definitely funny. I suggest like find a clip online or something so you can kind of get the concept of it. And then watch the show because it's really good. I actually don't know where you can find the show. There's a few different places because it's on a different network. So I had to kind of like find my way to get to the show. And uh, network I, won't, I won't say much more than that, but I had to find my own way to get to the show. But there is. I, I uh, already like this name. So Spencer Crittenden. Is game master Jeff? Yeah, he's Davis the guy doing the thing. Yeah. Bone Weevil. Bone um, Weevil's Jeff Davis. Yeah, it's so Aaron, good. Aaron McGathy is Bior O'Shift. Yeah, Bior O'Shift. And then Dan Harmon is Fondue Zubag. Fondue Zubag. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so the funny thing is, I've gone through now all three seasons with my fiance. We just watched it in like a week. It was so easy to watch. It was one of the cool. funniest things I've seen. Like I haven't laughed out loud to a show in so long, and I was laughing so hard to this. Um, Oh, I'm looking forward to this. This is yeah. great. So if you can find episode one, like don't do, you don't want to get spoiled either because it is like a full on show. But right. uh, if you can find episode one, I'm telling you, this is like my new format. I love is, it. So is every episode like twenty to thirty minutes, like those kind of episodes. Yeah, yeah I think they? they're I think oh, they're sweet. all under thirty. Okay, cool. Ooh. Yeah, it's quick, it's easy, and it's like I said, it's like a, a new Who's Lines in anyways. And I'm dying since Jeff Davis is on it. I'm dying to get uh, Colin Mockery or Ryan Styles oh, on this. Can you imagine? Wow. I, I don't know if they ever will, but if if Jeff could get some pull and somehow get them on, that would be so funny. I was uh, just gonna say, imagine if on Who's Line is it anyway? They did something where all four of them did some sort of role playing thing, improvised, and I realized <laughs> that is the premise of the whole show. That's literally so. that's what the whole show is. Yeah, <laughs> literally the show. Um, yeah. 
Uh, but that would uh, be you know, uh, if, if you like silicone, Davis, oh, sorry. Though, eh, go ahead. Well, I, 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 um, I so yeah, he was one of the guest stars that came in. I guess in more of the like the recent series, the one where or the recent seasons where it was uh, Aisha Tyler that was. Oh yeah, um, I've seen a bit of that. Yeah, emceeing or hosting. Yeah, because uh, before I don't think he was ever on it when Drew Carey was a host. But I thought he was. Oh, maybe he wasn't. Maybe he wasn't, but I thought he was. I, I don't think he was. I I didn't recognize him from back then. Um, okay. And I, I what I find, like, I, it's just it's really interesting when you see him on the show when Colin Mockery, Ryan Styles, and uh, oh, he totally and was. And are still. Oh, he was. Yeah, I just checked it up. He was actually in the Drew Carey show too. What? Yeah, he played like he? two different characters, but uh, I don't know how young he was. But yeah, he was definitely oh. on the show back then. He seems so young, but anyway, I, I just find it interesting that his um he's born in the seventies. Seventy three. Oh, okay. He he's definitely got a very young different face. humor. Well, young face, but his <laughs> his uh, his comedic style is very different from from the rest of theirs. I feel like yeah. over time, even though like individually, you can tell who they who they are. Like Colin Mockery and Ryan Styles, they they definitely have their own styles. Ha-ha. Ah. Um, <laughs> yeah, they make a mockery out of it too. Alley-oop. <laughs> you knock him up and um, I set him away. <laughs> out of here. <laughs> away from us. Um, but yeah, like uh I, I guess over time they 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 definitely have a way of you can you can tell that they synergize with each other so well and I always kind of felt like Jeff Davis kind of he stuck out a little bit. Mm. Um, it could just be because of his style or maybe I was just biased towards my my OG who signed as it anyway American actors. Well, he's um, good with Wayne but, Brady. Yeah. I thought him and Wayne Brady were a good pair. Oh yeah, because but it's because physical, physical comedy. Too. They're really good at the physical and comedy like that. That's and right. Colin and Ryan are so good at narrative comedy. They're really good at like. Yeah. They're just, oh man, they don't necessarily need, I mean, Colin is quite a physical actor, yeah. but Colin and Ryan are so good at just creating a scene with just dialogue that's hilarious, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, so good. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so yeah, back to Harmony Quest. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. You, uh, you, you're going to love it. Uh, Jeff Davis is, is a different humor altogether than Dan Harmon. So I really like Dan Harmon's writing, as I already mentioned on the podcast. And uh, every, you know, the whole technique I talked about on the podcast where I was like naming all the steps and everything, he literally goes through that in this show. So if, if you're remembering those steps and you go through all of Harbin Quest as it is, just think about those steps because he's pretty much just doing his own writing technique to this whole show anyways. And you can see it because since it's improvised, the yeah. other actors are trying to kind of make it funny, right? They're trying to get the best line they can. Well, right. Dan is always trying to make it the best show he can. It's so different. So they will try to say something funny ah. in the moment. He's trying to say something that's going to build his character arc to make it like come to fruition by the end of the episode. It's really interesting. Cool. For example, other characters might try to pull out their sword and do some funny like line as they go to stab a demon. Yeah. While Dan might say, I run, I run away. And then just like literally runs away from the scene. Because it builds his character. It shows that he's a coward or something, right? Like he yeah. might just he might just do something random like that because he finds it like interesting and funny. It's really cool. I like it. So okay, if you were um if you were on this show, what would your name be? I don't know. I think it really depends on like what where they would put me in the show. But yeah, everyone has ridiculous names. So I'd probably be like something really ridiculous. I, I try to find some kind of like regular thing like I'm just looking at a water bottle right now so I, I try to probably try to make my name water bottle but without it being water bottle it'd be like water no it'd be like what and then like my last name be like er bottle or something like <laughs> I'd find a way to make my name like something ridiculous like that so it just becomes like a regular household object agua container <laughs> yes 
Exactly. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yep. I would be I would be Gandalf Orth because that's what uh, I don't know if you remember. Uh, so this is my friend's reference. Uh, I don't know if you remember the episode where um, uh, Joey, no, sorry, uh, Chandler and Ross's friend. I can't remember what his actual name was, but they called him Gandalf, and he was coming oh, into town. Oh yeah, Gandalf's they, coming to town. I Gandalf's remember coming that. To town and they, yeah. and, um, like Ross had like oh stupid Canadian money or or something like that. He like he in. He went to buy Canadian money in case they oh, like went to Canada or something. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so Joey, uh, I think he was like um, uh, talking about like, oh, I, I thought you were going to hang out with your, your friend Gandalforth or something Gandalf. like that. <laughs> Couldn't even get the name Gandalf and made it longer, more complicated. But anyway, I like that name, Gandalforth. So that's who I would be. That's a good name. Yeah. You know what? That would be welcomed on the show. Cool. Great. Uh, so that's really all I wanted to say. That's the rabbit hole I went down this last little week. I thought it was really interesting. In in, in about a week, I've like been super D and D'd out. I've just like gone through it all. Um, but it ended with me thinking, "Wow, here's a whole new show I had never heard of called Harmon Quest, and it's amazing." Like I already liked Dan Harmon, I just never heard of the show, and uh, it's it's amazing, totally worth it, and I love it, and I think more people need to watch this show. It's awesome. Hashtag Harmon Quest. Nice. Exactly. Got it. <laughs> oh yeah, the theme song's really good too. It's just Harmon Quest Quest. Harmon Quest Quest <laughs> just keeps doing that. <laughs> oh, Perfect. I love it. Perfect. Harmon Quest Quest and just gets louder with drums. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> uh, Such a funny great. show. Anyways, right. uh, that's that's my two cents. Thank you for listening to me and my crazy banter about dr- d- Dungeons and Dragons. I also there's so dr- much more to dragons. talk about with Dungeons and Dragons. I just don't know it because I don't know enough about it. So maybe later in life I'll play the game and then I'll have more to say about it. But you know. That's what I got for now. Cool. All right. Maybe. Oh. What? Oh. Oh. <laughs> what, I was going to say, like, what, one one episode, one day, it's going to be, it's just going to be a Dungeons and Dragons episode. Like, we're, oh. we won't even, we won't even, like, podcast. We'll just, we'll just stream our game. <clears throat> a very Scumbarian podcast? No. Yeah. What? Scum. That doesn't, sc- a very uh, Scumbarian D&D scum-gins, campaign? Scumgeons and Scragons. Drag, drag casts. Scumgeons, scumgeons, and drag casts. Maybe we might name it that. We might not name it that. Um, Hashtag. I'm writing this down. Hashtag scumgeon. Scumgeon. Scum. Scumgeons and scumgeon. Drag casts. Drag. Did I do that right? Yeah. Oh, whatever. Anyway. Cool. (laughs) Anthos, where can the audience find you? Well, if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Anthos1. That's A-N-T-H-0-Z-1. And if you want to find this guy, you can find me at Matt Gaming at Twitter. You can also find this podcast in video format. I don't know why I'm shouting. You can, you can find, find this, this podcast episode specifically after last episode. You can and find this episode, episode before next this episode, episode in video format. And it's got the audio, but it's got a video, so it's got a video visualizer, and it's on YouTube at Matt Gaming as well. Just wow. search up the Scumbar Podcast. Wow, wow, wow. And if you want to listen to an audio form, form just like a normal human being, a human form, you would listen to it on uh, Podbean. Maybe you'd listen to it on Stitcher. Maybe you would go to Spotify, and you may go to iTunes. You also might go to Facebook, but it's not there. So then you would have to <laughs> leave Facebook and go somewhere else that it is on, such as YouTube, YouTube. and other yeah. things. Yeah. So yeah. do that. <laughs> also, don't be afraid to leave us a like. 
Don't be afraid to give us five stars if there's a star option. Don't be afraid to give us a thumbs up if there's and, a thumbs up option. And in fact, yeah, don't even think about not being afraid. Just be confident in doing just all of be those things. Yeah, I want to see a very just smug like thumbs you. up. Yeah, <laughs> just just like it hard. And then as give us comments. I want to see some confident comments. You know, be like, <laughs> be like, I woke up this morning and didn't even do my hair. Yeah, that's, that's a comment I want to receive. <laughs> or like, I didn't even wake up this morning. That's confident. <laughs> I stayed sleeping. Here I am in bed. I'm writing this from my phone. Uh, I want comments like that. Please leave a comment on our video. Let us know what you think. If you want to see more of me and less of Anthos, I'd love to get that comment. You know, just uh, let me know. And, and if... I really need to know if that's the truth, because then I will tone down myself as best as I can. <laughs> Um, if you want to hear more about us rambling about Star Wars, then let us know. We need to know these things, so let us know. More Give us a Star comment. Wars. More Star Wars. Yeah. It's just going to be Star you making Wars. fake accounts and just saying more Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, if you want to write us a novel or an essay or a short story or anything you want us to read on air, please email us at Scumbar Podcast, and if we deem it worthy, we will definitely read it on air. Um, if the it's worth thing. Yes. I would love to a short story about anything. You know what? Make me cry. That would be great. That'd be awesome. Something super moving and emotional. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that could uh, kind of be the, our, our, our replacement for um, for the Wheel of Scum. We could just read, re- read snippets. Of read the mail. Or sure, yeah, yeah we, it could be called Make Matt Brush Cry. Make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> it could also be Cry Laughing. So if you make me laugh enough, I might cry. Yeah. So make me cry. Make me cry. Yeah. <laughs> make me cry. <laughs> Anyways, I think that's all I got to say. Do you have anything to say? You probably have something to say. <laughs> Ooh, that was good. Do you have more? Well, <laughs> I'm probably not. Probably not pretty good. Huh. <clears throat> okay. Well, then uh, okay. let's just uh, chant our scout, scout master leader song. Um, uh, I, I hereby solemnly promise as a scout master leader song that um, I will always, when looking at trees, uh, keep my nose to the north wind. And I vow to do scum as much as possible on a nightly basis. And to pod our casts uh, as the crow flies. Alright, that's it. Good night, everybody. Good night.